0: Hello to all the people in Podcastville, and welcome to Stuck in the 90s. We are your weekly nostalgia podcast chronicling the years 1990 through 1999. We're your hosts, my name's Chris Elphick. And I'm Connor Thompson. Today we will be covering April 8th through 14th, 1992. Neither of us
1: are professional divers, but let's dive right in. April 8th, Britain's Punch Magazine ran its final issue after 151 years.
0: That's a long time. That's a very long time. That's enough years to uh, have one year dedicated to each original Pokemon.
1: What a beautiful magazine. Also, this week, scientists say Asimov put the stars in their eyes. His writings inspired many to careers in space and technology by making the fantastic seem possible. So Isaac Asimov, uh, the prolific science fiction writer, died two days prior. So it was April 6th, 1992. He's definitely one of the biggest sci-fi writers of all time. Even if you've never read any of his books, his influence can almost definitely still be felt to this day, he coined the term robotics. That's a pretty big
0: deal. And if you want to get an idea of Asimov's writing, you can check out some of his short stories. You know, if you don't want to read a whole book, Ugh. which, I mean, you could read a whole book. That's that's a thing people do. Gross. But if you just want to focus on some short stories, my favorites are Nightfall, The Last Question, and The Bicentennial Man, which you may recognize as it got adapted into the 1999 movie Bicentennial Man, starring Robin Williams. I think my favorite is Nightfall, though. If you got some time, and you're curious about this author, check it out. And moving on to April 9th a Miami jury convicts former Panamanian ruler, Manuel Noriega of assisting Colombia's Cocaine Cartel. I love that. Colombia's Cocaine Cartel. Triple C. And this is the guy we talked about in the first episode. That's fun. Yeah.
1: Moving on to April 10th. Financier Charles Keating Jr. was sentenced in Los Angeles to nine years in prison for swindling investors when his Lincoln savings and loan collapsed. The convictions were later overturned. Also for this date, we found a story titled, Bush's son rides into town to review the campaign. President George H.W. Bush has summoned his son, also named George, to review White House speech writing, domestic policy, and scheduling. I wonder why he didn't win the next election.
0: Yeah, I think the whole thing was just a practice for, uh, for George W., you know, just to get it right. I'm just gonna tank my father's campaign and then get it right eight years later.
1: You have to learn from your mistakes.
0: On to April 11th. Driver asleep at the wheel, a bus crashes, injuring 23. So, a bus driver carrying a bunch of ROTC high school students fell asleep. And you know what happens when you fall asleep at the wheel? You crash. Good job, buddy. That sucks. Yeah.
1: Also sad news, the very last episode of the beloved cartoon, The Raccoons, aired on this date. It's a sad time. Moving on to April 12th. After five years in the making... Euro Disneyland, a theme park costing $4 billion, opened in France this week amid controversy as French intellectuals bemoaned the invasion of American pop culture. Luckily, the Americans have since backed off, allowing everyone to just kind of do their own thing. American culture does not permeate the world at all. Also, hello,
0: Euro Itchy and Scratchyland open for business! I get it. Come on. My kids need wine. April 13th, the Great Chicago Flood took place as the city's century-old tunnel system and adjacent basements filled with water from the Chicago River. Also on this date, Crystal Pepsi began test marketing in Providence, Denver, and Dallas. I don't think it caught on, did it? Crystal
1: Pepsi? Not so much. Yeah. April 14th, Guys and Dolls opened at Martin Beck Theater in New York City for its first of 1,143 performances. That's a lot of performances.
0: It is. That's several, several years. Assuming they got days off once in a while, that's right. at least like three or four years.
1: Also on this date, we found a story titled, Armed 10-Year-Old is Arrested in Drug Sale. A 10-Year-Old boy had $1,000 cash, a loaded handgun, and four bags of marijuana in his pockets when he was arrested on suspicion of drug selling, police said Monday. This is actually the coolest 10-Year-Old of all time.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know about bags of weed, but, or maybe even the handgun, but we all wanted to be a 10-Year-Old carrying around 1000 thousand dollars good for him.
1: Going places. I <laughs> get Just a couple notes on the week overall. There's some There's some good stuff here. So, this week, Bill Clinton won the New York primary. Will another Clinton repeat the feat this year? God, I hope not. God, I hope not. Paula Abdul was on her Under My Spell tour. Barney and Friends debuted on PBS late last week. Uh, fuck Barney. Sesame Street for life. I mean, are they really
0: competing? Like, can't you like both? No. You were not watching Barney in 1992?
1: No. I, ne- I did not watch Barney growing up. My brother did, and I I hated it.
0: I loved Barney. I mean, oh. it only lasted for a while. Like, then I was like, wow, this is stupid. Whereas Sesame Street, that never happened with.
1: I had no time for Barney.
0: I had all the time for Sesame
1: Street, though. Right? Last note for the week. This week was the debut of Amazing Spider-Man number 361, the first full appearance of Carnage. Which is really cool. If you like symbiosis, if you like Venom, this
0: is kind of like Venom, but more Carnagey And red. And that finishes off the week. We will move
1: on to movies and music. All right, in the box office at number one, Sleepwalkers. I don't really have much to say about that. Yeah, I have never seen it. Um, Neither. Seems like a cool movie. Let's move on. There's some good stuff on here. Oh yeah. Uh, two, we have Basic Instinct. Three, White Men Can't Jump. Not to be confused with Rampart. Number four, Beethoven. I loved Beethoven. Who didn't? I've got more to say about Beethoven in a bit. Also under the category of movies we love. Ferngully, The Last Rainforest. Oh, Try man. watching it without I crying. I saw
0: that movie like five times in the theaters in 2009. If
1: you can watch it without crying, you're a monster. By the way, I was talking about Avatar. Heh. Moving down the list, we've still got Wayne's World on here at 7. Yeah, it's nice. My Cousin Vinny, Classic Joe Pesci, Newsies. Now, here's an interesting thing. In the city that we grew up in, Niagara Falls, there's a
0: restaurant called My Cousin Vinny's. Not related. Do you think it's violating from... a copyright? Absolutely. Good to know. If any, if there's any copyright lawyers, uh, feel free to sue their pants off. I don't like that restaurant very much. Yeah,
1: that's about it. Hook is still on here. Still got fried green tomatoes. There was a
0: reissue of Casablanca this week. Really good movie for a classic movie. I yeah. saw it last year for the first time. Blown away by that. But that's a few decades uh, away from what we cover.
1: And that's about it. So pretty decent week at the box office, I think. Yeah. Now moving on to the Billboard Hot 100. Ugh. Again, I mean, this just, is not a strong week. We've got a strong number one, I think. No, that's what I was sighing about.
0: You're sighing about Vanessa Williams.
1: It's save the best for last. It's not that one song that I that I know first. Okay,
0: of okay, it's it's decent. What well, is that one song? Why can I? I can't of. remember
1: either. Make my way downtown. That's uh, Vanessa Carlton. Damn it, different Vanessa. I'm all, Jesus. I'm all turned around right now. Fuck, we did that so quickly that I'm not going to be able to edit that out. Damn it. Do you want to just take the whole thing again?
0: No. All right, number two Tears in Heaven by Eric Clapton. Interesting thing about this song this was written after his four year old son, also named Connor, fell out of a 53rd story window to his death. Horrifying. That is really the worst thing that can happen to a four year old. Holy shit. And even more scary realizing that this would have been about the time in our life when we would have been four.
1: On a Lighter note.
0: We've got to list three, four, and five. Oh, do we? Yeah. Fine. All right, three. Masterpiece Theater by Atlantis Star? Atlantic Star? Atlantic I don't Star. know. It's far away. I can't read it. Fair enough. Uh, four. Remember the time. Michael Jackson. Five. Make it happen by Mariah Carey. Still not a very good Mariah Carey song.
1: Right? Yeah. All right, moving down. Number seven. I Can't Dance by Genesis. Pretty decent Genesis song. Genesis was still a thing in the 90s? What's noteworthy about this one is that in grade seven music class, Miss Johnson's grade seven music class we had a a line dancing like section
0: i had to do that in grade six
1: i choreographed mine to this song i can't dance by genesis because i didn't want to do line dancing and i found a song called i can't dance and that seemed fitting
0: that was your loophole
1: yeah sorry mrs johnson think she's listening probably not at number eight i'm too sexy by right said fred we mentioned that last time we did 92 but it's worth mentioning again because he's just too sexy it's true number 10 bohemian rhapsody by queen back on the list thanks to wayne's world very solid song
0: which is yeah i mean it's bohemian rhapsody
1: also under the category of excellent songs and at number 12 jump by Chris Cross.
0: this is, is this the one where Chris Cross is gonna make you jump jump yes Alright, good to know. Beauty and the Beast at number 13. Now, this isn't the one from the movie with Mrs. Potts singing it. No, unfortunately, it's Celine Dion and Peebo Bryson. Yeah, this is another one of those famous people re-recordings. I'm all about Mrs. Potts, though. She does the best delivery.
1: Moving down the list, there's not a lot of good stuff on here. Some U2. No one cares about them. Michael Bolton. Our good old friend Michael Bolton. He's everywhere, that guy. A little but bit of deaf 90s. Yeah. Mama I'm coming home by Ozzy's on here at oh, 30 God. right now. It's like, on its
0: way up, it looks like.
1: Ugh. I think we end it there. I think so too.
0: So, uh, I think we'll move on to Where Were They Then. As I mentioned, Beethoven was number four at the movies this weekend, and Joseph Gordon Levitt had his first film role in this. Joseph Gordon-Levitt, as you know, went on to be completely awesome and star in lots of good stuff. Third Rock from the Sun, mostly, though. Yeah, Third Rock from the Sun is where I first noticed him, and he's so awesome in that. Also in this movie is a fresh-faced David Duchovny. This is one of his biggest roles so far in his career. He had done a recurring role on Twin Peaks before this. And this is a few months before the Red Shoe Diaries <laughs> oh, I've, I've never heard of that. You've never heard of the Red Shoe Diaries? No, I'm being facetious. Oh, okay. Okay, that's that's right. <laughs> never I never heard of it. I completely took you seriously. I'm like, what? You never watched that softcore Nope. No, softcore porn. Wasn't for me. And this was about a year and a half before The X-Files,
1: you know, David Duchovny's most notable role. Very cool stuff. Uh, moving on to 90s news now. Just a, a little tidbit for you. Animaniacs is now available on Netflix, both in the US and in Canada. That makes me really happy. Very exciting stuff.
0: I mean, it doesn't make me happy because I've always had my ways of watching Animaniacs This makes me happy. Legal methods. Yes, completely legal. Always legal legal methods. DVDs. But now the kids have an opportunity to watch it. I hope parents out there are parking their kids in front of Netflix and showing them Animaniacs because this is legitimately somewhat educational. It's a little dated, but it's the Animaniacs. So keeping with the trend of talking about TV, we're going to move on to this week on. Each week we pick an episode of Simpsons, Seinfeld, or Friends. Is it safe to say it's just going to be the Simpsons or Seinfeld 90% of the time?
1: There are some good friends episodes. We just really haven't come across. Them.
0: If there's a noteworthy friend episode that you think is really good, let us know. We'll we'll watch it when um, we
1: when we get to the episode that Marcel appears. It doesn't <laughs> matter what other shows are on. Because it was the first time I saw a live-action monkey on TV. So we're going to talk about that one. So this week, Seinfeld wasn't
0: on. It's 92, so Friends hadn't started yet. But you know what was on? The Simpsons. Season 3, episode 21, Black Widower. Sideshow Bob gets out of jail and plots to take his revenge on Bart by marrying his Aunt Selma and killing her. This was uh, the second Sideshow Bob episode, second time we get to see Kelsey Grammer. I or love Kelsey, Kelsey Grammer. Grammer. Oh, it's so good. This is a, this is a good episode. I, I like it overall. I don't know. Do you have any thoughts on it?
1: Not really. The only thing I want to mention is that Chris and some friends and I this week went to Simpsons Trivia. Highly recommended if there's anything like this in your area. We went to the one in Hamilton, which is where I currently live. They also do one in Toronto for you Ontarians. Very fun time. We got slaughtered. We did decent. We were not anywhere near last place, but we were not anywhere
0: near first place. We were right in that Mm. meaty part of the bell curve.
1: Yeah. Middle of the pack. Maybe slightly better than average. Yeah. Um, It is tough. There
0: are some really challenging challenging questions in there beyond just your average Simpsons knowledge. But yeah, this was a good episode. Second Sideshow Bob. Overall, cool. I love when the gas blows up. Um, the MacGyver MacGyver, hit. yeah. I love
1: MacGyver, though. So do Patty and Selma. I know. Um, I can't believe they're rebooting MacGyver. Moving on to our 90s spotlight. This week, we'd like to take a couple minutes to chat about movie theaters. What movie theaters used to be. And the reason that I wanted to bring this up this week is because I very recently with talia and her parents went to go see star wars in a small town movie theater and it was exactly like i remember movies in the 90s it like, was it new was hope? what was it a new hope no it was the new one oh you, wait so episode you episode seven you
0: saw episode seven in an old-timey theater okay yeah
1: it was weird so you walk in it was, it's a movie theater that i think had two screens and you walk in and there are no stairs the whole theater is just on a A gentle decline. You can't see half the screen because there are people sitting in front of you. Good time. The sound was okay. There's no 3D. How did we used to do it? I mean, they weren't that bad back in the 90s. I think, like,
0: the one you went to has probably fallen into some level of disrepair. No, it was very clean. Really? Yeah. It was, like, it was very well maintained. But yeah, this was the last generation of it. The last real decade of the one theater theaters, or one to three. Now we've got eight, ten even bigger multiplexes where you could see any number of movies back then you had to be way more picky about movies and what your theater was showing you might have to drive across town or into another city just to see something and we grew up during the conversion
1: well niagara falls we had a, we had four we three had, was it oh it was three yeah that's the right Cineplex
0: odeon uh, it
1: had all that red carpet and all yep. the seats are red
0: and it had all the kind of classic architecture all the like molding up in the ceiling yeah or up in the walls yeah it was like Um, almost ornate it was yes very ornate that's a good way to put it they
1: had to distract you from the shitty seats
0: yeah i saw so many movies in that i saw the power rangers movie and saw the
1: lion king there so many good memories godzilla oh
0: and maybe that wasn't such a good memory but i liked godzilla at the time actually and this was really the last generation of it by the time 2000 rolled around i think they had Pretty much demolished this theater and yep. it built a ten theater multi megaplex kind of thing right yep. next to it.
1: And there's a bit of a trade off. Yeah, you have to walk up some stairs, but you also get to see the bottom half of the screen, which was a nice change of pace. All right, I think that about does it for the '90s spotlight. Yeah, if you wanna if you wanna talk to us about movie theaters, is there are there still any classic movie theaters in your
0: town? Let us know because that's a that's still a kind of cool experience. Hit us up on Facebook, send us an email, and yeah.
1: Now we're gonna move on to our sponsorship segment. So. As all regular listeners know, every week we make up a fictitious sponsor as a placeholder to the real sponsor that we hope to one day have when we grow up. This week, the podcast is brought to you by the only eight board games that existed in the 90s. I'm going to read them off for you. The games are as follows. Monopoly, The Game of Life, Scrabble, Trouble, Clue, Risk, Battleship, which we count as a board game, and Mousetrap. Which we also count as a board game.
0: Now, we'd like to quickly note that, yes, there were far more than eight board games back in the 90s. But these were the eight that you had. Unless you were a huge nerd, because it wasn't cool to be a nerd yet. No. You didn't have anything else. You didn't have Settlers of Catan. You didn't have Axis and Allies. Because if you did, you were a loser. Now it's okay. Yeah. So I love board games. Oh yeah, I love board games. We have uh we have people over now like right when we finish recording this, we're going to move on to playing some board games. That's true. That that is what's happening this evening. Yeah, maybe
1: that inspired the uh the sponsorship. Do you remember? Okay. So growing up, one of my close friends lived right next door to me, Mitch. And we used to sit in his garage for hours playing Monopoly until someone ended up flipping the board or losing their shit. What a good time. We haven't played Monopoly since because we played it so often back then.
0: I don't know if it counts as a board game, and I hate to mention it because Rob just texted me this. That's what that beeping was? That was that beep. Okay. Kerplunk. I wanted Kerplunk so bad. I had Kerplunk. I didn't have Kerplunk. Oh, it was a good one. So, Christmas specials. I had them taped on... No, I had them taped on Betamax. Yep. I had Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and Frosty. From Global? From Global. And commercials and all. I remember And one of the commercials was for Kerplunk. And I never got Kerplunk. But I... I got to see that commercial every holiday season
1: i think i still have it at my parents house in their basement somewhere next time i come over i'll bring it oh, but i think i still be, have it that'll be fun
0: so those eight board games the only eight board games in existence at the time we would like to fondly thank you for limiting our creativity and making us hate our friends and making us hate and despise our friends up yours rob yeah uh, hasbro and milton bradley for life yeah. Oh, yeah. Those are the only two manufacturers of video <laughs> games. Board games? Board games. Yeah. Board games. Yes, of course. That about does it for the episode. First things first. How about you list some of our social stuff while I creep over to one of the board games, the game of... Oh, we've got the wheel here.
1: We've got it right here. So you can find us online at the 90s being 90s Uh, You can email us, send us some podcast ideas, chat about the show, whatever you've got, we're happy to chat. Podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram at Stuck in the 90s. Uh been we have posting stuff. We have been posting stuff. I only missed one day this week, but also today, so two days this week. We've just created a Twitter. We haven't done anything with it, so more on that later. Also, should we talk about the giveaways? Let's spin first, talk about the giveaways last. All right, so we are going to spin the wheel for next
0: week. Yeah. Next week we will be doing April 15th to 21st, 21st nineteen ninety. Eight. Cool. Since we don't have Twitter yet, uh, you can still follow our personal accounts. A couple of a couple people have done that. Thank you very much. Connor's available at Connor J Thompson. That's true. I'm available at Chris Alfick.
1: Okay. So Chris and I have done some scouring over the last few weeks, and we found a gem on eBay. We have procured one sealed box of 24 packs. ...of Series 2 Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Trading Cards.
0: Oh yeah, those same two packs that we opened uh, a few weeks back... ...for ourselves. ...we found a sealed box. And over the next few weeks,
1: we're going to be giving them away. I'm opening the box right now.
0: It's beautiful.
1: So... Oh my god, the sheen.
0: It is... It's sheenier than Charlie. Oh yeah. Oh, those things look beautiful. Yeah, so keep an eye out on our Facebook. We're going to be doing this as a predominantly Facebook giveaway... We're going to do kind of that usual like and share kind of thing. We're going to be mailing out maybe one to three packs of these for each winner. We'll be announcing... Are we going to do one to three packs each or...
1: I think we mail out like one pack. We'll just do a couple every week. So we'll people have pretty game. decent okay. odds. Yeah. So like Chris was saying, just for, you know, liking and sharing the podcast, we're trying to get the word out. We also have a couple bonus packs. The guy threw in some bonus packs. We have two that are... Oh, they're trading cards from when Tommy became the White Ranger, which is pretty cool. We have two from the movie, which... Power Rangers movie. Which we are going to give away instead of keeping. And we have one single pack of trading cards from the cartoon show Gargoyles. I think we're going to do something special for giving
0: that one away. Because, um, oh, Gargoyles haven't decided what yet, but maybe something a little more in-depth than just liking and sharing. More on that later. Just know that
1: we have many weeks of giving cool stuff away. It's obviously, it's nothing huge, but it was very fun opening these packs.
0: Yeah, the giveaways are here and more on that soon. With that, I think... The podcast podcast is now now over.